You're listening to the Fit Lowdown podcast, the lowdown on all things fitness and wellness. I'm your host, Tamara Santucci, a personal trainer, personal development junkie, and complete lover of shoots. Tune in each week to get the lowdown on what you need for starting your journey in fitness and wellness and to go beyond what you thought you were ever capable of. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Lowdown Podcast. And if you're new, hope you have cleaned out your ears because this one is a good one. So in this episode, I'm speaking about limiting beliefs and being able to push past them. So today I'm going to give you the tools you need to empower yourself to be able to do this and make way for a newer and brighter you. Now, we all go through this in some stage of our lives. We present ourselves with the idea that we can't do something. We persuade ourselves in our head that something really can't be done. But in all honesty, that's finite thinking. And I'm sorry, but if you're listening to this, then you're not really about that. You're all about that growth mindset and looking for a way to really push past the barriers and limitations that you've placed on yourself. So if someone said to you now that the earth was flat, would you believe them? Of course not. But centuries ago, that is what people believed until it was Pythagoras and Aristotle, I believe, that disproved that disproved that theory and demonstrated that it was actually spherical. So for years, this was a common belief until it was challenged. So this leads me to my first point, which is to challenge your thinking. So question and be curious about your thoughts or what you read or what you were told, whatever comes into your head, whether that is, you know, thinking that you aren't good enough or thinking that like you're, you're a shit conversationalist or you can't speak or whatever it is, like challenge yourself and really question yourself like, oh, is that actually true? Or am I just believing the first negative thing that comes into my head and just start spiraling. So even more so towards this is, or further on from this is to think about the media and the news, what is coming in at you? Because we're actually being told now that not to believe everything that you hear on the internet or hear through the media, because they're really trying to dramatize everything and exaggerate everything. So start to question that. Think differently and you'll find that you can change your beliefs around. My second point, this is sort of, I don't really have like a specific title to this. So when you believe you're not good enough or when you start to think um, or start to have these thoughts pop into your head that, you know, you think you're shit or whatever it is, it sounds odd, but present this idea or present this thought that comes into your head presented to the jury at the court. Now, if you were to, I guess, present your case, would they think you're being irrational? So think of something that's holding you back, present it and ask yourself, is it actually true? Would the jury believe it's actually true or are you being irrational? Now I got this um, concept from the James Smith book. So not a life coach. So I got it from there and I started to do it. And I think it's actually really helped me to turn some things around. I am still working on it. Like for instance, sometimes when I go into a situation that I'm not comfortable in, so like a new group setting or whatever, I actually start to get really nervous and a little bit anxious. So for me, 
I'm starting to think, uh, I'm starting to put these tools in place so I can really help myself break out of that barrier, thinking that I'm not good enough, people aren't going to like me, and all of that sort of nonsense. So, whatever you say to yourself, do you maybe say to yourself that you can't speak or you can't make decisions or maybe you overthink? Show yourself that you can. What experiences have you had where you have spoken well, where you have made a decision? And I guess for the overthinking part, because a lot of people have this concept that they're an overthinker and they think too much. I feel like it's a generational thing. Like there are so many memes or so many pictures on Instagram that, that just come up and say, oh, you were an overthinker or something to do with overthinking. And I feel like that's sort of been ingrained in us. So what's a way that you can change your perception around it? Maybe it is something to do with having a really good attention to detail or being a perfectionist. Now, a perfectionist can be it can be a good and a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a complete bad thing, but as long as you put the tools in place to be able to get the job done and not waiting until perfection to have it done. My next point is all about the environment and having an environment around you that really helps you to thrive. So I don't know if you're like me, but for me, whenever the sun is shining, it's a bit warmer during the day. My mood completely changes. I already feel so much better from it with just having a change in weather. Like if there are, even if it is, I guess, a rainy day, but it's hot, I still love it whenever it hits spring, even in autumn. But I feel like from that change to winter to spring, it hits me and I feel just so much happier. So for me, it's important that I stay in a warmer climate. Um, so I feel more inclined to, and I don't like to say the word, I don't like to say stay motivated because motivation fluctuates, but to continue doing what I want to do and to have that drive to do what I want to do, I still will get it done, but there's a difference with, I guess, having that drive behind you And for me, environment changes a lot. I still remember my why. I still remember why I want to do it. So even on those days, I'm not a couch potato, but I still get done what I need to do. And so for me, I feel like there's more opportunities to do things in the warmer weather too. Um, For me, I'm more inclined to go outside. Whereas when it's cold, I don't know, even though I love winter fashion, I don't really want to go outside. But for others, it might be the other way around. I love the snow and I do love skiing, but I much prefer the warmer weather. So for you, if you are more inclined to the colder climate, then for you, stay, stick to an environment that has that for you. And so you can thrive with what you are loving and what's more inclined to you. So I choose my environment. I guess I'm still living at home, but in the future, I want to choose my environment to reflect that, to reflect the warmer weather, to reflect the beachy vibes and to have that like sort of free way of thinking. Um, my environment sort of, like I said before, is also around my friends and who I surround myself with. So growing and challenging, challenging myself and not really staying stagnant, but putting myself in situations which are wholesome and on the weekend that just passed, um, I saw my friends for a quick catch up and it was just so wholesome. And I left, my mood was so uplifted and I was just ready to, It I wasn't ready to do anything. I just had a really wholesome afternoon and it was beautiful. And that's who I surround myself with. That is my environment. But it's also the books I'm reading, who I'm following online and 
some of the things that you don't think about. So I think like I've hopped on about this in other, in other podcast episodes, who are you um, following online? Who are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you surrounding yourself with? So by looking around you, it's also a chance for you to declutter your life too. So are you holding on to things that you don't need with things in the past, with relationships, with other connections? Are you holding on to things in your room and that are physical? What are you, um, what, what does your laptop desktop look like? I know for me, I definitely, definitely need to declutter my laptop. I've done my room. I've done my wardrobe and everything around me in the environment around me in the rooms that I'm working in, but laptop is a must to do. So decluttering your life around you, then what you surround yourself with can make a huge difference to your mood and to you actually being able to deal with your limiting beliefs because you might not think it, but your environment is part of your foundation. And by having a really strong foundation, that's already a base. That's already baseline that you need. So you can already build yourself up from that and grow from that. It's like having a strong foundation in a house. You want to have a strong foundation in a house so you can continually uplift it or renovate it. Without a strong foundation, it might crumble down and you might not be able to do the things that you really want to do. So my fourth point. Now I'm going to read an excerpt from the James Smith book, um, Not a Life Coach. And so this is all about learning. I know it sounds like a cliche that so many people use simply having the right mindset as the key to success. But quite frankly, I think the topic needs to be more of a wake-up call for people to really understand that they're not limited. You can graduate from university at 21. Either you get good grades or you don't. And in most cases, that's you done. But I would like everyone to reimagine learning and see it not as something that's done from childhood to age 21 but instead as early education being assisted and anything beyond it being unassisted, by which I mean you have to do it yourself. The reason I say this is because it's not always the smartest at school who end up the smartest in life. It's often not the ones with the best grades who end up the most successful in life either. We often risk perceiving our mindset as being similar to the size of an engine in a car, a finite capacity for acceleration that cannot be stretched. We think we stop learning, but that's really very much not the case. So by learning, by exposing yourself to new things, it's going to be the thing that will challenge your limiting beliefs. By reading self-help books, trying out a new activity that you thought you couldn't do, and showing yourself that you can do it and adding it to your bucket, that's going to be the thing that will push you past or break down that barrier of limiting beliefs so we can constantly be stretched it's our choice now so that brings me to point number five get comfortable with being uncomfortable i was first told this in year 11 when i did a max potential program and it stuck with me ever since but last year was my biggest year of breaking through my limiting beliefs that i held against myself so if you heard um, my first episode if you haven't highly recommend it it's all about growing through your past failures you will know that i wanted to make it as a swimmer and i didn't and this bothered me and it really held me back but as i thought about it it was actually the swimming that propelled me into my triathlons it propelled it propelled me into the skills and how tough i am today and it propelled me into starting this business it also taught me that setbacks aren't your final destination. So during COVID, I only did my strength training. 
nothing else. I took a break from triathlon training. But when I was doing my strength training at this specific program and at this gym that I was at, um, they had a testing every new program that was in. So about every five weeks. And at the start of it, even prior to COVID, I could do maybe a max of 20 push-ups, And that was a stretch. And now when I go into testing and when I go into that specific push-up challenge, but also other testing components too, I think about how I can beat my past self and how I know I'm going to beat my past self. Because in my mind, I just tell myself that I'm going to do it. And now my best testing that I've done for push-ups in this particular one, I've made it to 60 push-ups in one go. And yes, my program has changed. Yes, I've proved, I've strengthened and I've gotten stronger. And that's due to that program. And that's really given me the confidence to know that I can do it. But also my mindset is a lot stronger and it's really gone hand in hand. So last year, I really developed a mental toughness because I say to myself, I am going to do it and I know I can do it because I trust myself because by me doing what I say I am going to do, I get more confident. So my last point is about building trust. So start small and build yourself up. And some examples can include making your bed. Every single day, you can start small with that. It's also about changing the story in your head and changing your mindset. So instead of saying, I'm trying to make my bed every day, say that I'm a person that makes my bed every single day and see how that shifts. Instead of, I I always use this, I always use this example, but if you're a smoker who's trying to quit, if someone um, asks or asks if you want to smoke, if you say, no, thanks, I'm trying to quit. That's not really building trust with yourself that you can do it. Instead, say that, no thanks, I've quit smoking. See how just that shift can help you build trust with yourself into creating and breaking down that barrier. It also goes in line with what I've been saying on Instagram, um, which is to build systems and not goals. So if you have a goal of maybe... um, it is to, I guess, be more confident or if it is to run a marathon or if it is to lose 10 kilos, instead of thinking of that outcome, think about the systems in place that can get you there. So build trust, but also build systems that will help you get you there. So it's not always about the big picture. Yes, it is. It's good to think in the future, but think about the systems. Think about every single day. What are you going to do Going to do consistently? Those one percenters that will make a big difference in the big picture. So that is it for today. To recap, it is to challenge your thinking. Ask yourself if it is really, really true. Environment, your environment matters. Keep learning. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Say that to yourself as a mantra. And to build trust with yourself but, but to also build systems. So please send me a DM over on Instagram. If you have any questions at 2G fit, I'm getting a few messages from some of you already saying that you are loving it. So please keep them coming. Please give me a big head, but no, I would love to chat with you. Um, leave a rating and review if you're, if you are liking the episode and before you submit 
the review, take a screenshot, send it to me so I can send you my free 2021 get your shit together checklist. People have been sending me feedback and have been loving how I've set it out. So, and everything that I spoke about today is the kind of tools that I give you in my online fitness and wellness program. So you can either DM me for info or you can click on the link in the show notes below if you are interested. Stay tuned for the next episode. Hope you all have a lovely, lovely week. Bye.